What happens if you make mistakes and errors in your retirement plan? How much room for error do you have? Stay with us as we go exploring. Seriously, we're going exploring. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Hey, welcome in. It's Money Matters USA, a podcast devoted to proper retirement planning with someone who holds a PhD in economics from Duke University and is the founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm Money Matters USA. Yes, Fred does retirement strategies he has for years and he can for you wherever you are listening to this podcast. And I know he certainly appreciates you listening and and definitely hopes you subscribe and well share the good word on it. Well, Fred, how are you today? I'm great, Dave. How are you? Good. Good. We're we're going to continue with um it's a service you offer on this podcast, and, and that's how to avoid mistakes in your retirement planning because retirement planning, it's really a blend of an art and science, too. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> you really yeah. need to adjust for error. You don't want to have this. You want to avoid it as best you can, and that's what you're tackling today. In fact, I like the way you titled the podcast, The Bell Rang. Did you answer? <laughs> but, you know, you have um, retirement planning. It, that is the time it's even more serious errors are in retirement. Yeah, because you're, you're depending on a portfolio for income. So if you make a mistake, you have very little time to adjust because you need income. That's what you live on. You're living on income. So in retirement, you don't get do-overs. You need, you need to get it right, and you need to get it right the first time. You can't say, hey, time out. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me serve again. Give me a retirement mulligan. <laughs> Very few of them in retirement. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and more so than in accumulation, I guess, just because of time is on your side. With accumulation, yeah, yeah with accumulation, ab- ab- yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. And so, I, I thought I would um, talk about a, a Wall Street term, an investing term, which is frequently referred to conversationally, either as margin for error, and sometimes uh, Wall Street guys will talk about what's the margin for safety. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it happens in, in a lot of ways, if, if you think about it, uh, in the retirement context. Do you have any ability to adjust your budget for your income and your expenses? Because you need to know whether or not your your retirement goal, if there's any flexibility about it, can you be f- flexible? Are you willing to be coachable? Can you be flexible in your in your thinking? Uh, are you just fixated or fixed on one form of income or one theory uh, of investing? And you don't want to look at any other options with possible 
uh, outcomes. In other words, it, it, you're going to you're going to go down one road, and you don't want to think about anything else or with other alternatives. Okay, so you know it, you, you you definitely you, you need to have that factored in, and and I, I well that's one of the things you do, Fred. Is I mean you build in room for that error. It's tricky though, isn't it? Yeah, it's very it's very. It's very tricky uh, this whole this whole notion of of margin for safety because once you stop working and we're not talking about a, a hybrid or or, or flex uh, retirement we're talking about stopping working and you need to go to your assets and take income from those assets now the risks that we face in retirement are different than the risks that we face during accumulation. So being satisfied with with, with different outcomes, you're right. It, it's a da- it's a very dangerous bet because you have you have some kind of retirement goal. For a lot of people, it's just you know some number that they have in their head that they they've got to accumulate. To for other people. It's not necessarily an accumulation number. It may be an income number, so that, that they're they're targeting uh, on on income as their uh, retirement as their retirement goal. So, all right. So, if you're saying margin for safety, and of course that lets you be satisfied with different outcomes, that is that something that works better in retirement, or is that better in accumulation? Oh, definitely better in, in, Every, in, in accumulation. Everything's better in accumulation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because you've got more time. You've, you've got chance to correct errors. You, you, you can take a flyer on something. You can have a Hail Mary. You can adjust your, your risk, uh, um, but the risks that you're willing to, you know, to accept. Uh, but in retirement, where you are focused on income you need you need the income or you have to make other uh, adjustments so there are a lot of retirement risks and obviously we don't have an endless amount of time and and our listeners don't have an endless amount of patience <laughs> so all I'm going to do is is talk about the the most essential ones. What are they? I know. Okay. I know. One is. Uh, I won't give it away. Uh, I know several oh, of can. the main ones. Well, one is uh, longevity is a huge one. But I know what. Run down some of the ones you're going to cover. What are some of the risks? Well, I, I thought I would start with. Isn't with it funny? Set? You have time and accumulation, and you also have time in retirement. But the errors are easy, are better in accumulation period, <laughs> because we are retired longer now. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's absolutely that's absolutely true, and and longevity makes every every single problem greater because you because you need your money to carry you for a longer period of time. So the the, the you know if 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 we were at the if we're at the at the red zone, you know the the retirement risk zone where where it's do or die. The single most dangerous risk, in, in my opinion, well, longevity is, but leave longevity aside for one second. We'll come back. Yeah, let's start with might. the monster here. What's the big yeah, one? The, the, well, the, the big monster is sequence of risk okay. and return. Because 
if 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 the market is down, if it is negative, if it is a bear market, or, or there are bear months. The that's that's the deal killer, because you will never be able to recover because you're using the portfolio to take your distributions for income, and you're doing it also when the market is down. So you you can't recover because when the market has its normal recovery, you just won't have enough assets left for it to make any, you know, any any difference. So the the recommendations that are made are that you need to have certain assets which are not related to or they're not correlated with the with the stock market, and this this will help. You uh, because it allows, if I can use this term, it it will allow your portfolio to breathe. Okay, it's like a fine bottle of wine. You open it, you let the you let it air out, and and then after a while, you'll then start to pour. Maybe you have to decant it if it's if it's really old, and and then you pour it. But it's been oxygenated, and that's what it needs. But in this case. We, we need to let the portfolio recover. So um, there are three assets that are uncorrelated to the market. One is from your, uh, if you're using buckets, then you have an emergency bucket that has cash in it. And you can draw from that bucket and, and that will make up for whatever it is you would have taken from the portfolio. Now, sometimes downturns can be quick. In 2020, uh, in February and March, we had a two-month recession, and then the market recovered. But other recessions normally run 15 to 18 months. So two, three years of, uh, of, of replacement income is a good idea to have in an emergency account. And not worry, don't worry about yield on the emergency account. What you need to worry about is having cash. So if you stick it in your mattress, that's fine. You don't have to get any yield on it. You just have to have cash. Uh, the other, the another one is life insurance cash values, which are also uh, uncorrelated to the market. And the the third would be the line of credit on a reverse mortgage, not correlated. Now, I'm going to say something that may you know turn some people off, but the best solution is the use of of income annuities. And the in, in income, most people don't really understand the income annuities because it, it, the, the, the key to it is the payout rate. And it takes less money from an income annuity than it is from a portfolio. So in other words, uh, if, if you wanted 50000 a year uh, consistently level, you, you would ha- you'd need a million-dollar portfolio today uh, in order to do that you can get the same 50,000 for approximately 600,000 uh, in a good income annuity and, and it's not dependent on the interest rate it's entirely dependent on the withdrawal rate and the withdrawal rates could be seven eight nine ten percent depending upon your age so and you can't run out of money with the income annuity because when there's no money in the account the annuity will continue to pay. That's a longer conversation. It's not a too good to be true uh, conversation, 
but that's the way uh, annuities work because, because of the way mortality is pooled. And the insurance company only has to um, provide insurance on the portfolio uh, just for, for the average age. So mm -hmm. the insurance company doesn't know how long you're going to live, but it does know how long people of your age are going to live. And that's all it has to do. It just needs to buy enough insurance to cover the average age of the portfolio. And from that, they then can pay out the additional money. So you can never outlive your income when you're using an income annuity. It's not the same uh, as a bank account or a bond portfolio. No bond portfolio can go to age 90, 95. And, and, that, and that's real. That 90 is a realistic expectation today Extremely. for someone who's in average health. Yeah. And, uh, and it could go to 95 for women. I, and there's no, no bond portfolio in the world can last that long. Well, I mean, that is, and that, that, that guaranteed income, it's a great foundation because, and there are a lot of risks. There are a lot of pitfalls in retirement. So that means being very careful also from whom you take your financial advice needs to be good, a good fit between you and your advisor. I would say definitely check and see if they're a fiduciary, which Fred is. You need to know what your risk level is. And then, you know, the advice needs to fit that risk level. And I will say this, Fred can determine your risk level with just a phone call and a consultation, whatever's convenient for you, whether it needs to be a virtual one or if you're close by in the office, uh, he'll work with you on that. It's a simple phone call to 800 593-8188-800-593-8188. And I guess, Fred, one thing, too, with um, with longevity comes some cognitive decline and, you know, maybe even the need for long-term care. Yeah, absolutely. Cognitive decline is a, is a major uh, issue. Uh, you have to assume that you will have cognitive uh, decline. Uh, and anyone that, that's over the age of, of 62 uh, has to recognize that that they need to plan for it, that they need to trust somebody uh, with a power of attorney. There are different types of powers of attorney. Uh, you need to have a health care proxy, uh, some other documents, but you need to have somebody who you can trust, who, who can act for you, and also to, be, to protect your assets. Uh, this means family conversations and, you know, the, the I don't want my kids to know what I have conversation <laughs> that I get from some, <laughs> that's a very foolish and it's a dangerous conversation. You're going to need help and it's much better to face it early on and to plan for it. Well, uh, we're going to take a break here, but there's much more to come. And this is a risk really for everyone in retirement or just in life. That's something else Fred is going to address when we return. And that is the big eye, inflation. That's coming up <laughs> on Money Matters USA. Stay with us. ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge you can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over 999 dollars contact fred sade at money matters usa 800-593-8188 we're back with Money Matters USA. Fred Sade is the man with the information. He's helped so many with the right retirement strategies. And Fred looks deep into retirement planning as he should. 
as everyone should these days because it's just more complicated. It's it's almost like a minefield you enter into, and you really need that map <laughs> to get you successfully across the minefield. A lot of pitfalls. That's what we're looking at, risks in retirement. Uh, Fred Sade is the founder and managing director of the firm you just heard about, Money Matters USA. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Well, let's move into inflation, Fred. That's a risk for everyone these days, all the time. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> inflation has to be part of the plan. You have to you have to start with the recognition that inflation is a Federal Reserve and Treasury policy. They they want inflation. They want two percent inflation. They need inflation in order to a get growth in the economy. B get growth uh, in in assets. So the economy grows in part based on productivity, but it also grows on the basis of inflation. And, by, and between that combination, that, that generates revenue uh, for the economy to function and ultimately tax uh, revenue. So you have to start with the fact that we're going to have inflation. Second issue is the longer the retirement is, this, that means the more inflation you're going to experience. Oh, yeah. So, for most people, Social Security and its COLA, the cost of living adjustment, that's going to adjust for inflation. What else is going to adjust for inflation? If you're fortunate enough to have a pension, your pension is going to be fixed. Most annuity payouts are fixed. Most bond payouts are fixed. Treasuries are have a net negative Yield. The last Treasury Secretary that insisted on a positive yield was Alan Greenspan. Uh, but his three successors, uh, Dr. Bernanke, Dr. Yellen, and, uh, and, and Mr. Powell, mm-hmm. they are perfectly willing to accept in Treasury yields that are below the rate of inflation. Now, at, um, I don't know, quarter of six this morning, when I was on my tre- exercise treadmill, <clears throat> I was looking at uh, at treasuries in the pre-market. Now, treasuries in the pre-market, it, it could be different uh, this afternoon. Uh, we're at 1.6%. Well, we're at 5.4% inflation. Do the math. Yeah. The, neo- the yield is negative. And that's on the that's on 10-year. If you, if you go shorter durations, it's even worse. So you can't, you can't rely... You can't rely on high interest rates and treasuries to fund your retirement. At one time, you could. You didn't have to be a genius, or you you could use those two instruments, and you'd have a retirement. Very nice. It would have worked, but it won't work now. So the most effective strategy to get that COLA is to build a ladder strategy, and we do it in order to counteract uh, inflation. Now, that's the most, that's the most effective way to do it. Now, the only question is what what you use in the ladder and how many rungs that you oh, do you need in the ladder. Part of that is a longevity issue, and part of that is uh, the size of your assets, your spending, your budget, and and the, and the retirement goal that, that, you're, that you're funding for. But with an extended longevity, if, if you don't address inflation, that's going to be catastrophic, and it will destroy your your portfolio. So all you have to do is look at, well, just go to the supermarket, go to the, go to the uh, service station or go to Costco or wherever you buy your 
gasoline. Look what the price of regular gas right now. It's about it's about three thirty-five, three forty-five a gallon, except in California, <clears throat> excuse me, where it's probably a dollar more uh, a gallon than it than it is every place else in the in the country. So that that it's going to take more uh, of your income. Uh, every any you go to the store, anything that you touch. It has increased in price, whether it's bread, whether it's milk, whether it's meat, whether it's chicken, dairy, whatever, it, uh, whatever it is, pork products, whatever it is, everything that you touch has gone up in in price. And there's no reason to think that it's going to get any better in, in any in the short term. Wow. We, we've mm. been told that that transitory does not mean short. So, okay. With That's the, unfortunate. With, <laughs> that, yeah. Well, now because we think of when you when you're talking, I'm thinking of yeah, because you need something in retirement like you had at work. I'm just I know I'm oversimplifying it, but you would get raises <laughs> to yeah. your work uh, and and to help factor in inflation. So you're you're talking about the latter strategy to build in growth. A couple of things of questions I had. One is on pensions. If they if they don't have growth built in, if you are lucky enough to have a pension, should you do something else with that? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you need. Yeah. You when 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 uh, when we're looking at um, a the first one of the first things we ask for people who have pensions is, do you have a lump sum withdrawal option? So we're, we're doing that to do an analysis to see if we can get more money for that individual uh, and if the individual is married uh, for their for their spouse. If, if we can use a, a, a strategy that has us invest uh, in, in an alternative that will provide uh, a higher amount of guaranteed income. Now, many people do not who, who are fortunate enough to have a pension but don't have a lump sum withdrawal option. Now, usually many government entities do not have withdrawal, uh, lump sum withdrawal options, so you have to take uh, what it is that they're that they're giving you? So then, yeah, you, we we have to build a ladder on on top of that in, in order to uh, at least keep pace uh, with with inflation. So that you have, we we have to uh, Social Security is indexed for inflation. We have to do, I don't want to say the same kind of indexing, but it's the same idea. We we have to index your your dollars so that you have constant purchasing power. You know, other, otherwise that dollar might only buy eighty-five cents worth of goods, right. and it doesn't take long for that to happen. At, at uh, the five point four percent inflation within five years, that 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 dollar has lost about fifteen, sixteen wow. percent of its of its buying power. So, how do we? The only way we can make that up is really to uh, either have 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 increases uh, on the. Um, uh, products, the tools that we're using to fund the income, or using a ladder strategy. For most people, a ladder strategy is going to make a lot more sense because oftentimes, when when you're trying to get more income, you you have to take less income in the short term, so that the um, difference can be invested at some rate of interest to provide that that jump up uh, for you, so that you can pace. The, the rate of inflation. So it's it's more effective to take the maximum amount of income and then keep using ladders 
uh, at usually at five year intervals. And then we come in and with with the next uh, amount that we deliver the next amount of income. And, and you now have constant purchasing. Now, it doesn't mean that you may not have to be flexible in the meantime. No, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I mean, no, you're on it. I'm just uh, I was just thinking, you know, we always refer to the days of the pension as the good old days. But I mean, were they really I mean, there are more strategies necessary now. But if properly implemented, could they possibly be more lucrative than in the past? Yeah, the the difference was that. You had a pension, you had Social Security, and because interest rates were high, you could you, you could buy treasuries, and, and and with the interest with the, what you'd get on the treasury and the interest rates, you you'd you'd be in fat city. You didn't have to have any sophistication. Uh, now, if you wanted to be in the market, fine, but you didn't have to be, <laughs> didn't have to uh, be. in the market. And you and if you know, I a lot of my some of my older, really older clients, you know, they they would they would call themselves dividend hounds. They invested in, in only in stocks that paid dividends. Uh-huh. You know, and and they were very happy between dividends and treasuries. Uh, they they were they were fine. Now, they didn't get any growth on on what they were doing, but they but they sure had you know adequate. Uh, income. You can't do that today because treasuries are, as we said, net negative, and 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 um, uh, most dividend-paying stocks are, are at two percent or less. So basically, uh, if you again do the same calculation to, to get the the real yield, uh, you you're taking the yield, subtract out inflation, and you're going to have a a net negative uh, number, and and that that's the the challenge and. I know we want to talk about taxes. Well, that's the I, next mine in the old pitfall <laughs> mine. Well, how, I mean, so I know there are strategies in place for that. Yeah, I, I think you have to. People recognize that taxes go up and down, but uh, if most of your money, for a lot of people, uh, they want to save the taxes up front. Uh, and it, it, most of the, most of their money is going to be in tax deferreds, and and I'm not talking about the super, you know, affluent uh, who who are are going to use uh, various kinds of trust and annuity uh, trust strategies uh, for their for their income, and all of those are legal. So you know, don't get the idea that they're not legal. They are. They're perfectly legal. But for for most folks, you can't afford, uh, you know, the the uh, you know the the tax attorneys. You know where, where the opening gong. You know is, is fifty thousand down, and mm-hmm. you know where you're paying a couple of hundred thousand a year for that kind of uh, advice. So you have to uh, look at the fact that you're going to have to have a mix of taxable, tax deferred, and tax free sources of income. So you want to be able. You have to think of taxes as an expenditure. And if you have a mix of taxable, tax deferreds, and tax freeze, and you throw Social Security into that mix, then you're able to control your tax expenditures. Now, my experience is is that when I teach continuing ed to CPAs, I'm always I'm always I always marvel at the fact that a lot of CPAs are no different than most other folks. They don't understand the difference. Between the marginal rate, between and 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 effective marginal rate and and real rates, and I find that uh, utterly utterly astonishing. But this is what needs to uh, be worked with, and and when we're working with clients, we we have very powerful tax software that helps us figure out 
how to do how to how to how to mix and match so we we get an optimum uh, amount of income and we are trying to put a fence around if you will uh, the the amount of tax that you have to pay and we do this legally i mean we're not talking about tax tax avoidance <laughs> no. here uh, but we we are talking we are talking about about adequate planning in in retirement and, and this is not about 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 just harvesting income and and let the chips fall where they may mm-hmm. no we want to harvest I- income but we also want to do it in the most tax effective way uh, that is possible, and, and that that's the smart way. It's the savvy way uh, to to take your to take your income. Uh, the truth of the matter is, um, you can't avoid risk in retirement, but you can learn how to adopt strategies that are going to increase your chances of success. Everything can't be decided by Monte Carlo strategies, but you know everything is not predetermined uh, that uh, how it's going to how it's going to work out. Well, we've 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 covered a lot of risk. I know we've got more in the conversation to come in future podcasts. Quickly though, because we're we're almost out of time. But you had mentioned one thing too: just simple frailty. Yeah, frailty is is important because uh, as as you age, uh, it's part of the cognitive uh, decline. You you uh, you have health problems that you wouldn't have had if uh, you know years ago because you're living so much longer, and and you have to be able to pay for the for the medical care, and you have to be able to pay for long term care expenses, and that opens up a whole other conversation. But when you consider that seventy five percent of people uh, couples age sixty five. Uh, there's uh, about a 35% chance that one or the other is going to need extensive long-term care. And it's 99.8% uh, that you're going to need hospice in the last one year or six months of life. Uh, so this is important. This needs to be part of the plan and, and having proper documents in place. You just can't say, well, you know, uh, 30%, 35% of people maybe won't need uh, long-term care, and you're going to say, "Well, I'm I'm one of them." How do you know that? You you have to you have to assume that you won't be, and if it works out, it works out uh, for you, and and you know, and that's great. But uh, if it doesn't, you have to have a way of, of avoiding pauperization. And uh, nobody, I don't think anybody. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think anybody wants to depend on the largesse uh, of state government. That's right. No. That are, yeah. I mean, all government is running enormous deficits. And, uh, you know, they may be flush with cash uh, right now because of uh, uh, the current administration's policies, but that's not long term. Uh, you know, the worm turns. Well, you know, the the gist of it is, and or the moral to this story, as always, is proper planning. And proper planning, being prepared, and that's what Fred does. And he does it with a, with a custom approach. Everyone's situation is unique, and he pointed that out on the podcast today and also in a fiduciary manner. So, again, take advantage of this if you're listening wherever you are. Fred's firm is Money Matters USA, same name as the podcast. It's a fiduciary firm. Fred is someone who's been doing this for years. He's the founder and managing director, and he can certainly help you out with a simple phone call to get it started. Any white papers or any any other information, Fred would be glad to share with you. There's so much that he can. Just 
indicate your interest when you call in at 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. We do hope that you like, share, subscribe to the podcast, and do stay with us, Fred. As always, I look forward to this. Oh, and by the way, let me just say this real quick in closing. You want to see uh, Fred's video uh, series? Just go, you can search on YouTube. This is the simplest way to tell you. Go to YouTube and search Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. That's S-A-I-D-E, Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. And we've got that series there too. Fred, look forward to uh, recording again next week. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks for staying with us on the podcast, Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.